So, rapper and former YBN crew member Almighty J recently came out to state that he doesn't ever use condoms because, and I quote his exact words, I walk by faith, not by diseases. Um... Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me that doesn't do this. I don't know if everyone else doesn't do it, but does any of you walk by, by condoms? Like, just, just asking, because I don't. Because if that's the logic that he's giving, you know, if he walks by faith and, you know, that's what he uses, then either I use myself or I walk with condoms because I usually walk by myself and I use condoms for sex. So it's usually either one of the two. But I don't know. Like, I feel like this guy needs help to a certain degree. Like, at what point in this day and age do people look at the idea of going raw and they're like, you know what? Uh, I can go raw, but I will admit to everyone that I go raw and I avoid condoms at all costs because of faith. Like, if that was some shit during the era when religion was the biggest thing in the world, then fine, that would have made sense. But if you're telling me that you're doing that in this day and age where we've had all sorts of STDs and we've had HIV and AIDS, like, that's a very, very big ask that you're giving. Because imagine all the atheist chicks that will pop up. All the ones that would have probably wanted to hit you. Now they know that you use faith and because they don't believe in that shit, they'll ask you to wear a condom and then you're gonna say no and then you're gonna reduce the number of shorties that want to bang you simply because of your faith. And fortunately for those of us that use condoms, at least our condom is not being used as a cock block at that time. But let's even get past the faith part. And, you know, let's say that the babe allows you to hit it raw. What tells you that that babe won't want a kid from you? What tells you that your pullout game will be one-handed all the damn time? What tells you that this shorty will not be in the best position to have a baby at that point in time? Like, those are some of the questions that normally we ask that some of these people really can't answer. But that said, this guy actually reminds me of the parable of the mustard seed. For anyone who's done any Christian religious education, you probably know the story of the parable that Jesus gave of the mustard seed. Now, for those of you all that didn't study any Christian education, I'll just summarize it by saying that it was... A story that Jesus gave and the bottom line was if we had the faith the size of a mustard seed which is very very tiny we'd be able to speak to a mountain and tell it to move and it would move on its own now considering the kind of shit that is going on in this world right now considering the fact that some babes want to make sure they get a bag for life and you know other manipulative shit which will justify them actually getting a kid from you by any and all means this man's faith is not the size of a mustard seed Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to cover his dick, not unless if it's, you know, smaller than a mustard seed. This guy's faith, by my estimation at least, should probably be the size of one of those pieces of Weetabix. Because I honestly do not know of anyone on this planet that has this much faith in their ability to stave off STDs and pregnancy like this guy. In all honesty, I don't. Like, there's guys who are like, oh, you know, I can I can go raw, I love going raw, if shit happens, shit happens. And normally they classify as either careless or carefree, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. But this guy is protected by not being protected, or he's protected by the spiritual realm. I'm not entirely sure. All I know is he uses faith, and 
maybe it does protect him just as well as I do this podcast, which I should probably start. And considering that it is the end of the year or the beginning of 2022, depending on whichever time you choose to listen to it, might even be later, there's a very typical style in which I like to start and I am going to stick to it when I start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who has now started considering having a threesome with Faith. Because if that shorty can prevent a guy from getting STDs and pregnancy, I'm letting her into every single situation where I end up having sex, even the quickies. He's a man who still considers running his mouth as his favorite form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Dan Bobby. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. And if you don't know the drill, then you can listen to everyone else who's repeating it after me, if you're next to them. And you can repeat it after me the next time you listen to Tweet Street. Because it's a very simple drill. It's how you get to send the tweets that you would like me to discuss each and every time you would want me to discuss a certain couple of tweets on the show. And the drill is pretty simple. Almost sounds like a song. And it goes like this. You see that tweet? You like that tweet? You want us to discuss that tweet? You send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly on Facebook and on IG if it happens to be a screenshot, if it happens to be a screen grab from Twitter. Then you send it to the DMs of Westside on Facebook and Westside on IG, and we will take it from there, or at least I will, and I will handle it accordingly. Now, first of all, this is the last show of the year. Like, it's coming out on the 31st. Like, damn. It's been a very, very interesting year. 2021 has not been shy of its fair share of drama. And while its biggest upsides for a lot of people is the fact that stuff has actually begun to open up, it has not been shy of its fair share of downsides as well. Like, you know, Dr. Dre's divorce. So, in one way or another, it's been a very, very eventful year, and I do look forward to 2022. So, if you are one of the few people that managed to listen to this on December the 31st of 2021, it's been an amazing year, it's been a hell of a ride, and thank you so much for being a part of it. And if you are listening to this in 2022, then Happy New Year, I guess. And, you know, we're still gonna be doing the same old shit, and we're even gonna be doing our best to make it even better. But, that said... We should definitely move it on to the tweets, but before we do that, first of all, I just saw a very recent report which claimed that owning an Android phone is this year's biggest turnoff for prospective partners, this year being 2021. And uh, I'm not going to read this article, I'm not going to review it because I feel like it's absolute bullshit. And the people involved in this statistic were probably all people who had iPhones. So let's move it on. Uh, Now, I am going to go straight into the tweets because there is one that is particularly interesting and it came from a certain hedge fund which goes by the name liquidity on ig and lit capital or at lit capital on twitter and over the festive period they posted up a tweet which read and i quote we interviewed 45 children ages 6 to 10 years old and 98 percent of them said that for christmas they quote unquote do not want presents do not want toys They just want access to private investment opportunities, lower taxes, and carried interest taxation left at the lower capital gains rate. End quote. And when I was reading this, I kind of had a couple of questions because if if you asked me when I was five 
actually when i was six to ten years old what investment was i wouldn't know jack shit if you asked a kid today what investment is i doubt more than 0.0001 percent of them would know jack shit so which 45 children are these that know so much about investment and 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 finance such that they actually have information on private investment opportunities and more so taxation and the capital gains rate all right which kids are these like i honestly want to meet all 45 of these kids so that i can figure out which one of them i'm gonna be giving all my toys to all my games all my consoles and everything you know as collector's items and shit just so that i can get whatever it is that they know because i do not see how it is kids are gonna look at toys and be like you know what no i want something that generates interest like that is such a thing as allowing a kid to be a kid and forcing a kid to grow up a little too quickly like the kids that know this have probably grown up a little too quickly not that you know having investment knowledge and knowledge on finance is a bad thing as a kid it's just that this seems a little too specific you know so probably those 45 kids might be geniuses because like i think most kids would probably just simply want the things that make them happy which is you know toys uh access to consoles you know free dlcs on Fortnite, you know the simple shit you know which is why i find it a bit odd when someone like meek mill's fiance decides to buy a real estate property for the son as his birthday gift like yes you can get that and then you know you put it under his trust or some shit and then it can generate the income for him then he can access it when he's 18 but buying it for him when he's one he won't know the value of it he'd have been okay with a with a box full of legos and maybe a, a bunch of assorted biscuits like why do people have to complicate shit so damn much for children these days can't we just allow kids to be kids hmm? like yes making a fuck ton of money is a great thing but can't we just allow kids to be kids or maybe it's just me that looks at a child's mind as very simple but then again that's entirely up to you how you raise your kid is entirely your business i'm just gonna leave it at that and move on to what i'm normally good at doing which is discussing relationships and we shall move it on to the tweets and before i even say on to the first tweet this one's gonna be a little bit different i have a bunch of tweets here but they're all from the same person now i was on twitter over the weekend and i bumped into the porn star known as sterling cooper uh he is not only a porn star or a former porn star uh but he is an award-winning porn star author and youtuber and he's about helping men improve their sex lives now i stumbled on a bunch of his tweets i found them to be particularly interesting so that's what i'm gonna discuss today so on to our very first tweet of sterling cooper millions of dollars are spent on the internet selling quote-unquote get a bigger dick pills millions more are spent by the poor saps they fool with their marketing the idea of a magic pill is very seductive but it takes real work to grow your penis i know i did it it took commitment and effort but i did it i grew my dick and i made sure i took photos to prove it I knew everyone would be trying to call me out and say I'm bullshitting, but the photos are here for y'all to see. If you want no bullshit approach to growing your penis, none of the lies and quote-unquote magical pills, then I lay out exactly how I did it in my ebook. And I also teach you all the biohacks I've learned in my porn career to quote-unquote get the job done. 
Okay, so this guy claims that he has the tips, he has the knowledge on how to grow your dick and make it bigger. Not just in length, but even in girth and shit. And he says that he has tips in his ebook. You know, it's very, very interesting. That's a very interesting claim. Especially considering that I have discussed the idea of getting a bigger dick and I have outlined that it is more or less nearly impossible. And whatever, you know, treatments, whatever surgeries can be done to actually get that aren't really worth the effort that people actually put into, you know, trying to get a bigger dick. But he says it's possible. I say it's bullshit. So what I did is I went through his thread. I actually read through everything. And there was the link to the so-called proof, which links to his website and has pictures of the before and the after. And, you know, it was length and girth. And, well, by the looks of it, it makes it look like he's grown his dick in a month. But considerably, when you look at it, the growth is very, very minute. Like in terms of length, it's literally by like half an inch literally like half an inch like he's bragging about growing it by half an inch and here's the thing like it's not that he really grew it in terms of length and girth he just played around with the measurements so what he did is he took a ruler and he put it right where his dick is and yes i had to go and look at the pictures very unfortunate for me it was very weird but you know i have to do it for you guys he used a ruler to measure out the before picture and he used the tape measure and he made it very very tight around his dick so that he could get the girth now in the after he decides to use a tape measure which allows for the curving that the body has where the dick usually begins so that he can get a bit more length and then when it comes to the girth he uses the same tape measure but he doesn't make it as tight as he did before and he flips it so that he can show the centimeters so in one way or another his dick is more or less the same. It's not that it's bigger. It's not that it's changed. It is still the same dick. Now, on top of that, why would I do so much so-called work that would probably come in his ebook, which I haven't even read, for at least a month just to gain half an inch? Like, just help me on this. But for those of y'all that might have actually gone through this and actually thought that it might actually be of some use, and I've probably debunked how BS it is, and you are still wishing to grow your dick, well, there is some way that you can kind of do that for yourself, perceptively in a certain kind of way. Because yes, there are ways that you can make your dick look bigger, not necessarily be bigger, but just look bigger. So the simplest ones, and I have kind of detailed them out before in the episode where I actually did discuss the idea of getting a bigger dick, uh, you can go and lose weight and you can also go and make sure you shave the entire area like make sure you rid it of hair like that way it'll actually look bigger because a lot of that fluff that comes from having a lot of hair around the dick once it goes it reveals the extra inch maybe two inches even if you had a lot of hair down there of dick like it actually does make it seem like you do have a bigger dick so that bs of a story debunked let us move it on so on to his very next tweet show me a woman who's in control of her man and i'll show you a woman who is unhappy i aim to help men revive a sense of pride in their masculinity many do that through discourse through learning through new insights and through networking 
My focus is on reviving that primal spark in the bedroom. Alright, so if I were to focus on the first part of this guy's tweet, which was show me a woman who is in control of her man and I'll show you a woman who is unhappy, this one I can totally agree with. Uh, unfortunately, I can't really say much about his ability to help men revive a sense of pride in their masculinity and in the bedroom because I haven't checked out his ebook. So I'll just kind of focus on the first bit for now. Now, is it true that a woman who is in control of her man and more so the relationship is unhappy? To a certain degree, I can agree to it. Of course, I don't really speak for women on this. You know, I'm I'm a male podcaster. I speak on relationship situations with guys in perspective because I am a guy. But a lot of times, whenever I see a guy who's literally being taken along for the ride and, you know, it's the babe that's steering everything, you find that a lot of times the babe might want more from this guy and this guy isn't providing it. And a lot of times those babes can actually go ahead and cheat on that guy with a guy that's more dominant not necessarily because he was hotter or he spoke to them better it's just because that dominance that leadership is is missing with their man so they'll go and they'll get it somewhere else now i'm not saying that all babes who are controlling the relationship will do that of course there's a lot of them that will be faithful but The indecisiveness that comes with letting your babe choose everything and decide what to do and where to go and what you guys can do at home and what you shouldn't do. Like that can make you seem like a very unattractive person. Like I know it seems very counterintuitive, but babes like a dominant guy. Babes like a guy that can put their foot down. Like it was it was actually something that I ended up realizing fairly later in life when I've already tried being so sweet with babes like most of the time. Like you find a guy who's a dick like this guy can literally just say no we're not doing it. And the baby's like why aren't we doing it? And he's like because I said so. And the shorty apparently can actually get aroused just by the way he said it. And he put his foot down and said no we're not doing it. Like it's weird. It's weird, but it does actually signify a certain amount of dominance. And women do want a man who is dominant. So if you're not dominant and you're letting her control everything, then you're not exactly looking like the most attractive boyfriend or boyfriend material at that time. So in as much as I'd like to dislike this guy and say that whatever it is that he says is shit, this one I have to agree with. This one I totally agree with. That said, let us move it on to our very final tweet from this twat controversial opinion if you grow up with pimps and drug dealers as your close mentors you will never need any advice on women or sales in your entire life Mm, i'm a bit 50 50 on this actually i'm actually a bit 50 50 on this because when you look at the idea of the drug dealer some people might think that it's this drug kingpin that has this lofty penthouse or has this massive house and shit and has all this control but at the same time it can also mean the plug that stands on the street or the sidewalk and shit and granted you know i think both sides do carry something in one way or another but i will say for a fact that if you are talking about sales then yes, this guy's advice is proper, you know, 100% true. And I can say without a doubt, you can actually learn quite a lot in terms of sales from drug dealers. But now the women part, that's a bit hard to agree with. 
because okay let's think about the plug then we can move on to the kingpin the distro you know the connect and everything the plug he'll go he'll make his money from selling the drugs you know he obviously takes a bulk of it or a certain chunk of it to his supplier or his distro or his connect you know whichever one of the of, of the three that he reports to and from that money he has to feed himself but at the same time you find that he'll go and he'll get himself either chains or he'll buy himself some fancy shit or he will probably go and blow a lot of that money at a strip club or on hose just to show that you know he's living the good life and shit so can i really say that you can get to learn a lot about women because of that no but let's move it up and go for like the connect the distro the kingpin and shit uh it's a bit hard to learn about women from such a guy because he has babes that are probably there just as arm candy or if they're not there as arm candy they will pretty much suck up to the guy simply because he has a fuck ton of money at hand like this guy can black out and he will have been holding a hundred thousand dollars on his arms and y'all can probably take it he probably won't though but the fact that he has money and you can see he has money will mean that babes will suck up to him and guys will suck up to him as well now this guy can be the type that will fuck hoes on the side and you know he'll bang them you know throw them a stack of cash and tell them to fuck off or he might actually have a main chick now does he treat his main shorty well does he not treat her well you know is he the type to treat her like like an ornament in the house and pretty much just bark orders leave you know do whatever the fuck he wants fuck whoever it is that he wants and then come back home or does he treat her like a queen and sort of tries to keep her away from the bad shit but shows her the best in life like those questions are the ones that will make me wonder if this so-called drug kingpin or this drug dealer this top level drug dealer will actually make a good fit for someone who's giving advice on women but on the other hand if anything you would probably learn how to be a dominant person because for these top level drug guys to actually be where they are and be who they are they have to be dominant right off the bat and women are attracted to dominance if this guy is dominant as fuck from the get-go then you can clearly see how it is that he can manage to make guys do shit and he can manage to make babes do shit even though they don't want to do shit simply because they either fear or admire this man and if anything that can actually help you quite a lot with babes because if you do learn to be dominant fairly early on then it's going to be a lot easier with a lot of the babes that will even take some little level of interest in you so to a certain degree can i really say that i disagree with what he said mm, probably not probably kinda like it's a bit up in the air it's a bit so so and i can't really be sure but this one i'm gonna leave it to you guys is he saying the truth can you learn more about women and not ever need any advice on women if you chill and you have a drug dealer or a pimp as your mentor the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on instagram it is at break time on my side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and thank you so much for being one of the listeners all through 2021 i wish you a happy new year a happy 2022 full of blessings and good fortunes for you and your people if you are listening via castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly if you are using an app that allows for ratings and or reviews a nice rating and or review will be highly appreciated and i will catch you guys on the next break in the next year take care <laughs>